In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. We are continuing the sacrament of the present moment, and we're starting a new chapter today, chapter 5, which is titled, The Trials Connected with the State of Abandonment. And the first section is titled, Unwise Interference. Unwise Interference. And the subtitle is, The First Trial the criticism and unreasonable demands of persons with a reputation for wisdom and piety. Right? So that basically means he'll talk about the struggles or the trials that come along this path of complete surrender to God and this state of abandonment. And the first trial that he's going to talk about is the criticism that comes along while you're walking this path and the unreasonable demands that certain people might face as they're walking along this path. All right, so he first begins by clarifying that no path is more secure than the path of abandonment. Nothing is easier, nothing is sweeter than this path. And this is the path of complete love and surrender to God and to others. So in this path, we're disciplined in our spiritual practices and our participation in the sacramental life. We obey our elders and we're faithful to every task they assign to us. And this is the path of vigilance. We're vigilant and watchful in this path. We resist the devil and all the temptations when we're walking along this path. So there's no condemnation for the person walking along this path. No one can accuse or trouble the person walking along the path of abandonment because this person lives in complete freedom. Right? And he says that the only condemnation would be in trying to bind these free souls by routine or elementary practices. And he says in one quote, This soul has made its way like others make their way at the beginning. Like them, it knew what to do. And it did it faithfully. It would be vain now to attempt to keep it bound to the same practices. Alright, so that just means that as these souls are advancing in this path of abandonment, they're also advancing in their degree of freedom. So it would be vain to bind them down by the past practices. He says that this soul may be judged or condemned for its simplicity. It may be criticized for that. But this soul doesn't offend God by binding itself down and turning away from the liberty that He gives it. Right? So this soul just lives in freedom when it completely surrenders to God and it has nothing restricting it. So that doesn't mean that the soul is reckless or careless. It doesn't just like wander with negligence. He even says that this soul is always ready and willing to be guided. They actually live in submission and obedience to the direction of their elders. But it just means that these souls enjoy the peace in surrendering to God in every moment. Unto God is due all glory forever. Amen.